0: to the pre-snap podcast presented by line star all things fantasy football plus sports betting analysis i'm shannon somerville this weekend the nfl playoffs continues with the divisional round four games on the slate and here to help us break it all down is megan payton sports betting host and analyst for wager talk megan thank you so much for joining us this week
1: Hi, Shannon. Thanks for having me on. We've got a full weekend ahead of us for NFL games. Last weekend didn't disappoint, so I'm excited to break down some of these with you tonight. And congratulations for going three for three on Monday night in all your props. Thank you very much. It was, you know, it was a close one. I was kind of like eyeing Tom Brady because I didn't know what was going to happen with him and Mike Evans, but the over did hit on Evans receiving props. So we're hoping to have a successful weekend this weekend as well.
0: Let's get it going here and get your analysis on the four games on the slate, starting out with the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are at the Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl favorites, but the Jaguars, they're a feisty team. They started the season three and seven, battled their way into the playoffs, and then just pulled off the third largest comeback victory in NFL playoffs history against the Chargers when they came back down 27 points. Megan, how do you evaluate this matchup going into Kansas City with the Chiefs eight and a half point favorites in this one?
1: Well, as great as that game was, the Jags versus the Chargers and how impressive of a comeback Jacksonville was, Shannon, I'm all over Chiefs here and I'm going to lay the eight and a half points with Kansas City. I won't go much higher than that, but the Chiefs, have been so impressive this season. They're number one in points per game. They're number one in yards per game, passing yards per game. They're second and third down. And guess what? Andy Reid is 20-3, and three coming off a bye. That is a stat I don't want to mess with upon the <laughs> Jacksonville Jacks. And you've got to credit Doug Peterson and this Jacksonville offense, what they've been able to do and how they've been able to turn this franchise around, last year being the worst team in the league, and this year being able to win the AFC South. I think they're moral or their season of good luck might come to an end though, uh, this weekend against the Kansas city chiefs. So I'm going to take chiefs money line, but I'll also lay the points with the eight and a half.
0: Yeah. It seems like the clock will strike midnight on the Cinderella story. That is the Jaguars. So probably no waffle house celebrations for Trevor Lawrence in his future.
1: (laughs) Probably not, Janet. I don't (laughs) think
0: so. Not this weekend. All right, let's turn it to the New York Giants going to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. The Eagles are seven and a half point home favorites in this one. The Giants haven't won at Philadelphia in nine seasons. They're coming off a big win, though, against the Vikings, where they had their best offensive performance of the year. Megan,
1: how do you see this NFC East battle playing out in Philadelphia? Well I see it being a bit closer than the one we saw previously back in early December however I do see the Giants getting the win here I'm gonna take Giants money line but I'm shying away from the spread and we're seeing Giants right or we're seeing Eagles right now as a seven and a half point favorite. It's hard for me to lay more than a touchdown in a mm-hmm. divisional matchup. Uh, Eagles did win both games during the regular season. However, their last game, which was two weeks ago, the Giants were rusting their starters. Having said that, the Giants did lose 48-22 to against the Eagles back in December. I still don't think it's worth Laying the points right now, where a lot is in the air with Jalen Hurts and his injury. How is he going to be able to come back up there? These two teams know each other really well. Saquon Barkley looked fantastic. The Giants have been lucky all season, yet last week they won against the Vikings. That was not a Vikings loss, that was a Giants win. Daniel Jones looked really good. Eagles get the win here, but don't lay the points. Just take Philly money line.
0: Exactly. It's really hard to lay those points, especially when we just saw a weekend where four of six games were decided by less than a touchdown. And as always with these division rivals, they can get really close and it's almost hard to predict at times. Let's move on to our next game, the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Buffalo to take on the Bills. This game, the Buffalo Bills now favored by five points in this one. Both teams coming off of games where they struggled a little bit in the wild card round. The Buffalo Bills got a little bit of a scare from the Dolphins. And meanwhile, the Bengals basically won on a last-minute fumble recovery for 98 yards and a touchdown that basically bailed them out in the win over the
1: Ravens. How do you see this one playing out in Buffalo? Well, Shannon, this line has been moving a bit over the last couple of days. I mean, just an hour ago, you were able to get it at minus three and a half for the bills. There are still some sportsbooks where you can take four and a half. I wouldn't go above three and a half. This mm-hmm. is, uh, these are two teams that have been really hot right now. An eight game win streak for the bills and a nine game win streak for the Bengals. That's absolutely nuts when you're trying to handicap these two teams. Having said that I like Buffalo. I like Josh Allen, um, I like this Bills offense. I mean, both Bengals and Bills are a top 10 offense, and this is the game that we never got to see happen. Mm -hmm. Reminder for the Monday night game that unfortunately uh, was canceled due to the emergency injury with DeMar Hamlin. I'm sure it's going to be a bit emotional, these two teams matching up again. I like three and a half points for Buffalo. I wouldn't go much higher than that. Um, And by the way, I've been rocking with an anytime touchdown props the last couple of weeks. So Dawson Knox, if you want to take it again, I kind of like him to have an anytime touchdown against the Bengals this weekend.
0: I could be wrong, but hasn't he scored a touchdown in each of the last four or five games? He's on right. Exactly.
1: Huge target for them. More
0: importantly, what do you think the over underline should be for broken tables in Buffalo?
1: Oh, gosh. Honestly, these this Buffalo fan group, I mean, they're loud. I mean, They got to be a little bit unhappy because the weather's so cold. I feel like when things are so cold, anger comes out. So I'm going to go like 10, 10 per 100. So if that makes sense, whatever the are math we going is the there, over? We're Hitting going the over on, that. on the broken tables for sure.
0: All right. To so our nightcap on Sunday, a much anti- anticipated matchup between the dallas cowboys and the san francisco 49ers the cowboys coming off a dominant performance in tampa bay where they took down tom brady the goat and the buccaneers meanwhile the 49ers the hottest team in the nfl right now winners of 11 straight when you look
1: at this matchup these are two nfc titans what do you think will happen when they collide i think the niners are going to win this one shannon i haven't bet or decided yet on the spread I was really impressed with Dallas on Monday night. They looked really good. Dak Prescott with a huge back ba- bounce back game. From his week 18 struggles, they're going to be up for a much bigger challenge, I think, against the Niners team. I've said this for the last few weeks. San Francisco's my Super Bowl team. They're the most complete team in the NFL. Their defense is looking fantastic. Brock Purdy's looking actually really good. As much as we want to say, oh, all the pieces are there in front of him for Brock Purdy. He's doing well on his own. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel back. I like the Niners here, uh, but shying away from the spread at the moment. However... I'm talking a lot about San Francisco. I do have a player prop that I'm going to target, and that's on an over, and that's actually a Dallas running back. We're going to run it back turbo with running back Tony Pollard over 46-and-a-half rushing yards. This was the number that I got uh, his line at last week. He had 77 rushing yards last week. And I know many might be thinking, well, it's going to be a lot different going up against the San Francisco 49ers run defense. That's top 10, if not top five in the league. I still think Tony Pollard has this explosiveness. He has this ability to just get yards after contact. You watched him out there against the Bucks. He's the RB1 for Dallas right now. 46 and a half. I like that number. Take over 46 and a half rushing yards for Tony Pollard against, yes, a very good San Francisco run defense, but they can't hold him that much. By the way, Kenneth Walker uh, put up over 60 rushing yards against this Niners run defense last week. I don't see why Tony Pollard can't do that.
0: Yeah, Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott will be tough to contain for that San Francisco 49ers defense. And a crucial game plan for the Dallas Cowboys will be to get that run game going as the 49ers 12-0 and when limiting opponents to less than 99 yards. I'm sure the Dallas Cowboys are aware they need to get their run game going in this one if they have a shot at pulling off the upset in San Francisco in this one. And looking at Brock Purdy, you talked a little bit about him. How surprised are
1: you in the success he's had over
0: the last couple weeks?
1: It's been really fun to watch, Shannon. I think, um, you know, when Jimmy Garoppolo first got hurt and we knew that Brock Purdy was going to come in, there was a lot of expectation that he could succeed just due to the weapons around him, the offensive weapons being the best of the NFL. But I've been really impressed by the way that he's been able to come in here into this locker room, into the really high-pressure situations, and he's shown poise, he's shown confidence, he's been able to you know, really not look like a rookie, especially not look like a rookie that was picked last in the NFL draft. I I like the San Francisco team. I think there's a good coach team, and I think it's a great Mm -hmm. locker room, and I think they're in it for the long run.
0: Right, and a coaching battle between Mike McCarthy and Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan's system seems to be flawless right now with Brock Purdy running the system, as you mentioned, playing with a lot of confidence and poise. I'm sure a lot of quarterbacks would be, though, when they have that fast and furious car of an offense that has all of the bells and whistles on it. Megan, thank you so much for helping us break it all down this week. Excited about getting going here with the divisional round. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you so much, Shannon. Go cash some bets
0: this week and have fun. (laughs) Let's get it. All right. Good luck to you and all your prop bets this week. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and comment below. Good luck. We'll see you next time.